From Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Hey, and welcome to the Audio Imaginarium. Come on in, weary traveler. Hang your cloak on a peg, grab a stool, and come gather around the fire. Uh, there are stories to be told, and you are among friends. Uh, we are trying something a little different uh, tonight. I am doing the show from home. Uh, Randy uh, White, uh, who is running the live YouTube stream, he's at his place. And uh, Albert, my fine story producer, is taking a much-deserved night off. And, of course, Ian, my uh, fine rockabilly friend, is uh, right where he should be, behind the big audio board at Zoomerplex, Zoomer Radio, uh, the hub, if you will. And uh, I'm sending my audio to uh, Zoomer via Skype, and I'm sending my web webcam video uh, to Ryan. I think I just called him Randy. <laughs> well, he can be, I'm told, at times. Anyway, Ryan, sorry about that, pal. Uh, so he's getting my webcam video at his place via the Google Hangout, and our guests uh, will be contacted uh, either through Skype or radio. So it's not exactly state-of-the-art technology. It's not like we're zooming all over the planet via satellite. But, uh, you know, I hope it works. Fingers crossed. Uh, David John Oates is um, uh, he's from Australia, but he's actually in the Pacific Northwest tonight, and he is the discoverer of reverse speech. It all began with David John Oates. And he maintains uh, that during spoken language production, human speakers subconsciously produce hidden messages that give insights into their innermost thoughts. And he claims this has applications in psychotherapy, criminology, uh, business negotiation, and we'll be hearing some examples of reverse speech over the course of the next 45 minutes or so. Now, in the second hour, well, it's uh, the second Sunday of the month. That means a visit from internationally acclaimed paranormal investigator and incredibly prolific author Rosemary Ellen Guiley. And uh, we're going to do something a little different with Rosemary tonight. We're going to open up the phone lines and give you a chance to call in with questions. And we're going to focus on haunted objects, and problem ghosts. So if you have a ghost or some, I don't know, a malevolent entity in your home or an object uh, you believe is cursed or possessed or haunted, maybe you've got one of those creepy haunted dolls, uh, Rosemary and I Rosemary and I want to hear about it all. And uh, I'm sure if anyone can offer you some sage advice, uh, it's Rosemary. In fact, that sage advice might involve smudging your house with, well, some sage, actually. That's what they do. Okay, uh, reverse speech. Now, this is a fascinating area of study. Not surprisingly, uh, mainstream science rejects this as pseudoscience. Uh, one has to ask, though, has mainstream science even bothered to study <laughs> David John Oates' findings? I doubt it. Many scientists these days are so narrow-minded, I swear they could see through a keyhole with both eyes. Uh, well, if I, I'm not going to hold my breath. Uh, so let's learn about reverse speech from the man who, as I say, discovered it. David John Oates is the founder, developer of re uh, reverse speech technologies. He was the first person to ever document speech reversals in human speech 
back in 1983 and has worked extensively since then on research and development, as well as maintaining a therapeutic and consulting practice. He's had an active career spanning 24 years, furthering the field of reverse speech as his full-time occupation. He's developed new theories and designed therapeutic and training techniques. He's published a number of books on reverse speech, including Beyond Backward Masking, Voices from the Unconscious, and It's Only a Metaphor, and numerous tapes and training manuals. He's lectured around the world to crowds of thousands and trained hundreds of students. He's also instigated some of the first mainstream studies and presented reverse speech on thousands of radio shows, including his own show, the David John Oates Reverse Speech Show, that ran successfully for three years syndicated coast-to-coast in the U.S., uh, where he lived for 10 years back in the 1990s. David John Oates, welcome to The Conspiracy Show. How are you? I'm doing very well, sir. Thank you very much for having me. It's great to have you. I'm trying to remember, I believe, maybe uh, another show, another radio station we talked once before. Anyway, regardless, it's long overdue having you on. Well, thank you. Well, it's an amazing field, reverse speech, and I had to chuckle when you said, I wonder if mainstream science has even bothered to look at it. There's been one university that has, that's Monash University in Melbourne, Australia, but other than that, the sceptical reviews that come out, you know, I'll ask them, well, have you even bothered listening to a tape backwards? And they say, well, no, I haven't. I wouldn't mm. even be bothered. I think, well, how can you debunk a phenomenon without even researching it? You know, it's, it's a bit silly, I think. So. Yeah, I mean, they're basically throwing the scientific method right out the window. <laughs> I mean, you've done the experiments, you have the data, you'd think they'd want to look at it. You would think so. Maybe one day. We'll see. We'll see. So the idea that when you're speaking in just normal forward speech, you're actually producing two messages. Now, but this isn't happening constantly, right? Is it no. every few sentences? Is it every several times a minute? What's the frequency? Depends on the conversation. In normal average conversation, they'll be about once every 15, 20 seconds of speech. Once you get to uh, public media and prepared scripts, they drop off quite dramatically to once every two or three minutes. This is because reverse speech is coming from the right brain hemisphere and the more right brain activity is involved in speech, the more reversals you will get. So in a casual, relaxed conversation, you'll get the once every 15 or 20 seconds. In a heated argument, you can get it once every five seconds. But in media, which tends to be fairly left brain, they drop off quite dramatically. Now, in this situation where I'm asking you a series of questions, right. would my, rev- and I'm not encouraging you to analyze my reverse speech by any stretch, but <laughs> does an interrogative produce reverse speech results if i'm asking a question oh yeah oh absolutely will yeah yeah i mean it will be your reaction to the question will be your reaction to me what you're thinking if you're thinking this is interesting you might get that in reverse if you're thinking this guy's a bit suspicious and you might get that you know and the fact that you're asking a question is irrelevant it's still going to contain a reversal well, maybe contain a reversal. Like I say, once every 15 or 20 seconds, so that's a whole bunch of gibberish in between. I don't want to assume that you stumbled onto it, but what led you to this finding back in 1983? Well, I was running a halfway house for street kids. I'm a youth pastor by profession, 
and there was an evangelist for the United States traveling through and he was preaching that rock and roll was the devil's music and if you played records backwards you could hear these satanic messages. And some of my kids in the uh, drop-in center were playing the records backwards, they're getting quite scared and they asked me what I thought of it. And I'm an electronics buff, I'm a ham radio operator so it was nothing for me to go home and run some taste backwards and I started running in reverse mainly to show the kids there was nothing to this. And I'm going... And I started to hear these phrases in music at first, and they're going, well, what on earth is this? It wasn't intentional. There was no uh, manipulated soundtracks. It was purely occurring by the way the song was sung at the time. And then I looked at music for about three months, and then I accidentally stumbled across it in normal human speech. And it's one thing to hear it in music, but to suddenly hear it in speech is a whole new Ball game altogether. Here, let me play you an example in music. Okay? Yes, this, yes, uh, please. Th- this is a Credence Clearwater revival. It was down in Louisiana, just about a mile from Texarkana, in their mold, Okay, now there's no superimposed soundtrack there. And no. you run back, would you hear this really clear phrase? I believe in my cool woman. I believe. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you'd agree that's a, quite a clear phrase. There's no it doubt is. there. And I was documenting these phrases and I was scratching my head and a bit scared to walk in my house at night at times. <laughs> I'm pleased that there's nothing satanic in John Fogarty's lyrics. It's very wholesome and pure. Yeah, well, he's a family man. He's been with the same woman for, what, 40 years now? Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah, so I believe in my cool woman is quite a logical thing for him to say. But then I started finding it in speech. Let me let me play you and just a normal example from speech. This is uh, 1996, Bob Dole resigning from the Senate to run against Bill Clinton. So well, let's uh, run this forwards. You do not lay claim to the office you hold. It lays claim to you. Your obligation is to bring to it the gifts you can of labor and honesty and then to depart with grace. Yeah, listen very carefully. See if you can hear what he's saying backwards. I'm going to run it backwards at three speeds. Okay. It's an honor. It's an honor. What do you hear? It's an honor. Honor. Yeah, exactly right. It's an honor. And that's a, what we call a congruent reversal. He's talking forwards about his uh, passion in working for the Senate. Here, let me run the whole track backwards, and you'll hear the gibberish, and then this quiet phrase coming up out of the gibberish. So here we go. It's an honor. Could you hear that in there? It's yes, honor. it's an honor, for sure. So th- I- that's congruent because he's the same meaning frontwards and backwards. Right. Right. Now, let's look at one that's incongruent. This is, uh, this is Hillary Clinton running. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, here we go. And you know what? It also matters when he makes fun of people with disabilities. Calls women pigs. And here she says, and I'll scam you. And I'll scam you. Oh, dear. Here we go. And once again, let's run the whole lot backwards. Listen to this. Okay, 
You hear that just jumps up out of the gibberish Yes, there? yes. Now, how does one rule out because of the, just the combination of vowels and sounds and syllables that it's just chance? That every once in a while you're going to get some backward speech that actually forms a word forward? Sure. Valid question. And that's uh, one of the main questions the skeptics ask me. You know, people don't deny that they exist. The phrases can be heard. Even for the skeptics say, well, those who have bothered to listen to my work will uh, admit that they do exist. But yeah, it's all coincidence. You take any section of sound and run it backwards by the pure chance you're going to get the odd phrase. Look, these phrases occurring once every 15 or 20 seconds, they have direct relationship to the forward dialogue. In other words, the subject matter backwards will be the subject matter forwards. Um, uh, what's the odds of such of phrases occurring in grammatically correct sentences at such a frequency that have congruence with the forward dialogue? What's the odds of that here? Let me play it. Let, let me play one. This is this is Donald Trump. I want you to notice he says two words forwards I want you to key in on. <laughs> Hillary and email. Listen to this. Uh, when he gave up that email thing, he t- he said, "Here, Hillary." And you know what? That was orchestrated by the Democratic Party. So Hillary and email, and backwards he says, "Hillary, let's see this email." Hillary, this is Oh dear. <laughs> so what's the odds of yes. a phrase backwards? That uses the same words forwards. Right, He'll the context bring... is same backwards and forwards. Yeah. It's not like he's saying, I had fish for supper last oh, night. He's exactly. talking about what he's talking about for in forward speech. Exactly correct. And that's the thing that convinced me back in the early days, was this direct relationship between the forwards and the reverse. David John Oates, the founder of Reverse Speech, the man who discovered reverse speech. He'll be back in a moment and we'll continue this conversation forward back with more of the conspiracy show stay with us the owners of the system are asleep now we can play the conspiracy show with richard sarrett welcome back david john oates is uh, with us we're discussing reverse speech david oates.com o-a-t-e-s david oates.com the website uh, you know, it's fascinating. You were talking about uh, backward masking in uh, in in music, and I know uh, you had a when you were a teenager, you had a rock band of your own, didn't you? You were working on amplifiers, guitar amps, and so forth. Oh, yes, I did indeed. Yes, I was a bass player in the band. Ah, I, I used to build all the amplifiers for the band. It, yeah, I've been in electronics all my life. I can remember building crystal radio sets when I was five years old. You know. Ah, so, yes. Yes, the Crystal Radio. Yeah. I was I was going to say I have a a new podcast uh, just launched a couple of weeks ago called the Rock and Roll Twilight Zone, and I'm oh. going to do an, an episode on on backward masking. So maybe oh. I'll get you on that, and we'll yeah. talk about a little backward masking. Oh, I've got I've got lots of examples of backward backward masking. Yes, lots of them. No. Can reverse speech? Um, and has it been used to aid police in an investigation, perhaps maybe even uh, trying to narrow down a field of, of suspects? Right. Uh, yes, it has. Uh, not as often as I would like. Um, I've been used by the Australian police on a couple of occasions. Um, uh, uh, both of those are confirmed on my website. 
Um, and uh, in the Australian police cases, in one case, they found the name of a bank where the uh, suspect had hidden funds. And in another case, they found the location of a murder weapon uh, where the suspect had hidden it. Uh, I did some work for the Dallas police when I lived in Dallas back in the early 90s. But the real big news about reverse speech and police investigation was in the early 90s. I lectured to the CIA on speech and uh, they recently declassified all their work on reverse speech. Ah. Given given me full credit for the discovery. And if you Google CIA reverse speech, you can go to the listing. And so, you know, I've heard consistent reports over the years that the CIA have been using reverse speech and the FBI. Uh, I can't verify that, although the latest CIA release would tend to validate that, yes, they have been looking into it and using it. I mean, what you would have to be careful, obviously. Uh, I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't convict solely on, on that. Oh, no, nor should you. Nor should you. No, 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 no. It's, it's an investigative aid. Um, you know, it, it, it will lead you to where the evidence that you need is. I don't think anyone should be convicted based on reverse speech. Same as the poly, polygraph, it's an investigative aid. And I don't see reverse speech being used in a court of law in, in any time soon anyway. If you have someone who is a sociopath. Sure. Uh, and let's face it, I mean, in order to get to the top in almost any field, you have to have a bit of that. The world I have always maintained is sort of is uh, geared towards in favor of the sociopath, uh, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Um, but if you have someone who is a sociopath, they have no conscience. They they are able to lie uh, in such a way that they, I mean they could even they could probably even pass uh, pass a. a, a a galvanic skin response test. Would they be able to fool reverse speech? Oh, look, here's a classic example. Here's Charles Manson. Listen, listen mm. to that. It's not me at all, man. That's not me. And here he says, I am a holy man. <laughs> I am a holy man. I am a holy man. Not very clear, but is there? I am a holy man. Now, he's hardly a holy man. <laughs> so what what was he saying there in the in backwards? I didn't I didn't quite get it. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. I am a holy man. Oh, he's do it again. He's saying I am a holy man. Yes. You hear that? He actually believes it. He actually believes it. Yes, he does. There you go. So the backward speech is congruent with the forward speech. Right. Uh, as one would suspect from a complete sociopath. Right, that's exactly right. Amazing, yep. amazing. Yeah. Incredible stuff, yep. I don't know if you have this one at the ready, but one of the most famous ones uh, comes from Neil Armstrong. And, of course, we've talked about the possibility of a lunar landing hoax and so forth. Oh, uh, yeah, well. I don't uh, want to put you on the spot, but if you do you have that one? Uh, well, I've got the Neil Armstrong one, and i got a whole bunch of reversals on the lunar landing Ah. Which, I, which I will have to hunt for, but uh, I, I should be able to put it on really quickly. This one on the moon landing is the very first reversal ever heard in human speech. So this is actually a very historic example. And I'll tell you the story once I play yes. the Yes. Here's, so here's the forwards. That's one small step for man. One 
Backwards, he says, man will spacewalk. Man will spacewalk. Very clear reversal. Yes. Now, now, when I found that reversal, I had got a tape, a compilation of famous radio broadcasts. I I was actually looking for music from the 50s and 30s and 40s. And I was running the whole tape backwards, and I heard this really clear phrase, spacewalk. I go, oh, what's that? And I played it forward and heard Neil Armstrong. I go, oh, my mm. God. And see, I heard the, the reversal before I heard the forwards on that example. And that was actually quite a, that was actually quite a stunning example. And, uh, well, I don't uh, think anybody would ever accuse Neil Armstrong of being a sociopath. Uh, so, I mean, th- th- and there's congruency there. So what does that t- tell us? That, uh, All right. Okay, well, then let's, well, then let's play some reversal, shall we? Okay, let's, uh, where will I start? Um, okay, here's Neil Armstrong describing how he landed the lunar mission. The moon has no atmosphere, so you're flying in a vacuum, and the gravity is much lower. So the characteristics of a flying machine in that environment are very different than they are here on Earth. And here he says, you land that mission now. You hear that? Yes, yes. So that would seem to be a congruent reversal. It would, it would. And here he's talking about, where's the one I'm looking for? You caught me off the hop on this. I wasn't expecting to play Neil Armstrong. You were, you were doing it very adeptly with no, with no notice. No, and I'm trying to find the really one I'm looking for, and I can't see it. We can it. come back to it. We can come back to it. No pressure. Oh, all right. Well, here's one here. Here's just a – oops, that one failed. That one failed on me. Um, uh, oh, yeah, here's one here. here. Now, of course, the uh, lunar landing module was called the LEM, the Lunar Exploration yes. Module. And here he's talking about putting the plaque, the, the plaque on the LEM, from the LEM. Dale is now unveiling the plaque that is. Neil is, uh, Neil is now unveiling the plaque, and backwards he says, off from your limb. Off from your limb. Off from your limb. Very clear. Off from your limb. And another congruent reversal, okay? Yes. And so, and, uh, okay, here's another another one. This is uh, Buzz Aldrin. The, uh, the blue color of my boots. Have uh, completely disappeared now into this. Well, I don't know exactly what color to describe this other than bayish uh, cocoa color. So he's talking about walking on the surface, and here he right. said, But there's dark, see the dust. But there's now to the dust. But there's now to the dust. You hear that there? Yes, yes. So again, congruency. Another congruent reversal. Yeah, and uh, I believe we did go to the moon based on the reversals. Uh, now, you talk about the Kennedy assassination, you want some conspiracies. Oh, oh, that's oh, why we're oh. here, my friend. I could give you some conspiracies from hell on the Kennedy assassination. I've done a lot of work on the Kennedy assassination. And, uh, and whose speech did you analyze for the Kennedy assassination? Oh. A whole lot. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, JFK, uh, Jake Hoover, uh, 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 Dulles, uh, all of them. And, uh, and I pretty well uncovered exactly what's, what's happened. I hadn't planned to go on the show, but uh, um, I can tell you who the real killer of JFK was. 
maybe we should well listen maybe we should make this that a part two maybe we'll have to bring you back and we'll just do simply the jfk and that'll give you time to all right let's do that yeah schedule me for another show and we'll do a whole show on show on jfk that would be fabulous uh now how would a um let's see someone conducting an interview for a uh, a job a high powered very important position um, how would they utilize reverse speech what, what should they be looking for well it just so happens i do a lot of corporate consulting work and i um i analyze prospective employees um and give a re- report back to the employer personality profile um, uh, the employers will ask the prospective employees a series of questions. I've uh, given them some questions to follow. Um, they'll send me the recording. I'll analyse the tape, and I'll get a fairly good idea whether the employee is going to be right for the job or not. Uh, another thing I do a lot of too, if uh, people are going into business ventures, I just did one just this weekend. A uh, man in Australia buying a post office. And wanted to know whether that business would be a success or not. And so we sit down and talk on the tape. And uh, we'll see. Now we're getting the deep reverse speech theory. Reverse speech taps into the collective unconscious, universal knowledge, and it will tell us uh, whether that deal will work or not, whether it will be a success or not. Um, and you so the applications in business are just staggering, stunning stuff. How? What does this tell us about? The, the the human mind the, the oh. um, what does this tell us about what you know the subconscious mind oh good question good question indeed we are uh, we are multifaceted beings with layers of consciousness that go on for endless go on forever the conscious mind is probably five percent of all speech reversals I find. Uh, from the conscious mind, which is a very small scattering of reversals by far the vast majority coming from the unconscious, and they speak in metaphor and archetype. Um, at the deepest levels beyond that, it will come from the spirit itself. You can hear the voice of the spirit speaking. Uh, let me give you an example of that. Uh, here we have a man who's got financial problems, and he's talking to his tape recorder looking for answers. Does it further for us to put more energy and money and effort? Backwards, he says, you're frightened. Lean on me. You're frightened. Lean on me. That is crystal clear. Isn't that clear, hey? That is his spirit talking to him and saying, I know you're frightened. I know you're upset. Lean on me. And at the deepest levels, reverse speech is the spirit speaking. And so there's multi-layers of consciousness speaking in reverse speech, not just one layer, but multi-layers. And uh, um, it shows us that uh, there is far more to our psyche than just our conscious mind. There is an independent intelligence uh, running inside of us, outside of our conscious awareness. And it's this independent intelligence that is creating the reverse speech. What if you were to tap into someone's subconscious, let's say, while they're in a hypnotic state? Oh, right. What happens then if they, you're already suppressing the conscious mind and you're, and they're, they're talking forward, obviously. Does that mean they'll reveal more in their backward speech? Right. Well, I'm a hip, hip therapist and I do this a lot. Uh, yeah, the, the reversals under hypnosis are clearer and more freak, frequent. Some of them crystal clear. 
Uh, Isn't that interesting? Fascinating. What about children before they learn to speak? And they're babbling and they're learning vowels and sounds and so forth. Do we get backwards reverse speech from them? We certainly do. You're tapping on to one of my favorite subjects and that reversals in children. Children are speaking back before they do forwards. Here, here's a four-month-old child babbling. You run it backwards, you hear the gibberish followed by hello. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, oh they're, dear lord! And amazing. I'll uh, I'll do that again. And let me play you probably one of my f- favourite ones of all on kids. This is my daughter. She was playing in a bathtub, and uh, she was trying to pick up a cup, and she couldn't pick it up. So she reaches out to me for help. So here's the forwards. I'm back because she says, David, help me. (laughs) Isn't that amazing, hey? That's mind blowing. That is mind blowing. I know, it's incredible stuff. Yeah, this is the most amazing phenomenon. I'm stunned that after 35 years of doing this, uh, it's not more well known than it is now. It's uh, a little bit puzzling to me. Why not? I've certainly got all the evidence to validate it. I'll say. Listen, we'll take another time out. Incidentally, I could listen to that four-month-old babbling all night long. I just love that sound. (laughs) Anyway, we'll come back. David John Oates is with us, the founder, discoverer of reverse speech. Back with more in a moment. Don't go away. In a democracy, we elect officials so we can sleep at night. So why are you up? Welcome back. David John Oates is with us. Just a reminder, coming up in the second hour, Rosemary Ellen Guiley, our paranormal investigator extraordinaire, will be with us. And uh, have your questions, comments ready, particularly if you feel uh, that you have some sort of a, uh, a malevolent entity in your house, a ghost problem, if you will, a haunted object. Uh, maybe you recently, maybe you're a bit of an antiquer and you just brought something into the house and ever since then, You've had a string of bad luck. We'll get into all of that with Rosemary Ellen Guiley. Right now, a fascinating gentleman and a most fascinating field, reverse speech. The discoverer of reverse speech, uh, David John Oates, is with us. Uh, we were talking about uh, children and the reverse speech uh, before the break. The other aspect of this I think would be interesting to know about is different uh, foreign languages. So, I mean, and this would be, would further corroborate, I would think, that this isn't just some happenstance or peculiarity of the English language, that if you had someone speaking Korean or uh, Indonesian or Hindi, and you still get the same reverse speech phenomena happening. Oh, did we lose David? I think perhaps we did. All right. If so, we will get him back on. Uh, hey, just a reminder. I mentioned my uh, my new podcast, The Rock and Roll Twilight Zone, and um, that is available. It drops every Wednesday, a new episode every Wednesday. It's on the Westwood uh, One uh, Network and also uh, 
Chris Jericho's network, the Jericho Network. So I hope you get a chance to listen to that, the Rock and Roll Twilight Zone. Uh, just Google it, uh, but it's it's basically available everywhere. And uh, in addition to that, uh, of course, my other podcast, Conspiracy Unlimited, and new episodes drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And here's a, a bit of exciting news. We've only been up and running with the new podcast since December the 4th. We're already at about, I think, just a shy or, or a tad under one quarter of a million downloads. Not bad. Not bad. A quarter million downloads for Conspiracy Unlimited. Again, new episodes drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We'll also open up the phone lines. And if you have a question or comment about reverse speech, would love to hear from you. And of course, uh, just a reminder, Rosemary Ellen Guiley is coming up in the next hour. Greg is in Toronto. Hello, Greg. Yes, I wanted to see if he could relate to past lives in this regard. Uh, any data could be forthcoming in that area. Oh, that is fascinating. Fascinating. In other words, if someone were undergoing a past life regression through hypnosis... Well, that's a good uh, start. Then, yes. Hello. Ah, yes. we do. We have David back. Hello. David, welcome back. We have a great question from Greg, and he yes. wanted to know about the use of reverse speech analysis with someone who believes they've undergone a past life. Oh, very good question. Um, yes, indeed. Uh, re- look, reverse speech uh, uh, does not confirm or deny the existence of past lives. But what it does say is the records are sealed. We've tried going into past lives many, many times and got no answers. Reversals have come back and said, don't go there. So there you go. That's, that's the answer. Wait, are you serious? The reverse speech said, don't go there? Exactly correct. The records are sealed. We've tried many times, numerous times, and with not just me but other analysts as well, and gotten the same same answers. Yes, and, and that's the answer. The records are sealed, or don't go there. Correct. Yes. Oh indeed. my word! <laughs> now, it doesn't deny the existence of reincarnation. It's just saying it's this. You are not supposed to ex- explore it. That's what it's right, saying. Right. And that perhaps is the soul voice speaking? Yes, that's the soul voice speaking, yes. Yes. You opened a, up one heck of a can of worms with this, didn't you? Oh, I know I did. I gulped when you asked me that question. I thought, oh, my God, there's no way I can answer this. I'm not getting into trouble. No, no you're not in trouble. It's uh, To me, it just, it's, it's, uh, it's just absolutely mind-blowing. Yeah, it is. Mind-blowing. And to, and to ask you a question on other languages. Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah, we've looked at three other languages so far, French, uh, French, uh, Spanish, and German. We've found in each of those languages, if people are bilingual, we've found them speaking in both languages backwards, both languages that they're congruent with. We've also found English with another language forwards. Now, here's one from a translator at a NATO conference. Listen, she's speaking Chinese, I think. Mm. And back, she says, Nasty Hope was NATO, yes. Nasty Hope was NATO, yes. Nasty oh Hope was NATO, yes. Now, obviously, she's bilingual because she's a translator. Yes. Yeah. Oh, isn't that fascinating? So because people often, they'll think in one language while speaking in another, and that's coming through in the reverse speech. 
exactly right. Yes. What does mainstream science do with that, I wonder? Oh, I know. I've opened up a Pandora's box. I really <laughs> have. <laughs> Let's work Walt in London in here. Walt, good, mo- uh, good evening. Welcome to The Conspiracy Show. Good evening. I just want to comment on the Kennedy uh, information. Oh, yes. What would you like to know? I can't give too much away. You'd have to wait till the show. Well, please play at least one clip for us. I'll be happy to tune in for the rest on the next show. All right. Yeah, I think that's fair. We'll tease them with one. David, what do you say? Please do. Please uh, do. Let me just get up my JFK file. Here we go. JFK. Oh, I know what. I got the perfect clip to tease you with. This is Lee Harvey Oswald after he was arrested. I didn't shoot anybody, sir. I haven't been told what I'm here for. You have a lawyer? No, sir, I don't. And back with, he says, all three men are walking. All three men are walking. So what three men is he talking about? The three hobos, three assassins? Stay tuned. I'll tell you who the three men are. Oh, my word. That's pretty clear. You know, we we do shows from time to time on on EVPs, electronic voice phenomena, and you don't don't get anything that clear most of the time. I would say, you know, 90% of the time they're what they would call like a class B or a C. Very rarely do you get a... A class A, but these are all, I would say, 90% crystal clear. All right, uh, stay put, David. We'll, um, we'll duck away momentarily, come back and finish up with some more reverse speech examples. David John Oates, the founder of reverse speech. Back with more in a moment. My name is Richard Serrett. Stay with us. Poking holes in the darkness. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Well, this has just been uh, mind-blowing to me, just fascinating. David John Oates is with us and uh, discovered reverse speech back in 1983. Uh, now, David, you were a, you were a stutterer as, uh, as, a, as a young man. Yes, if, it was. If someone has a speech impediment, will that affect the backward speech? Uh, you'll tend to find more reversals on the actual stutter itself, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah, interesting. I- yeah, I had quite a severe stutter. Point of fact, it's only been the last few years that I've really gotten over it. You can still hear a bit of it in my voice every now and then. And so you're saying that the stutter will produce more? Yes, it will. Yeah. Well, well, look, if you ever listen to anyone talk for any period of time, just concentrate on their speech. You'll notice it's full of pauses and stutters and stammers and tonal alterations, and we don't even think about it. But those little inconsistencies of speech actually contribute to the speech reversal. So the stutters and stammers are actually there to help create the reversals. Does that make ah, sense? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So what's next in researching reverse speech? Where do you want to take this to the next level? Where is that? There's two ways I can answer that. I want to make the technology as widely as available as we possibly can. Um, we've just released our app for the iPhone, and uh, you can get that by going to the App Store and searching for iReverse Speech. Android's coming out in a couple of months. And uh, the next step after that is speech recognition. We want to develop a uh, app that you will hold up in your hand on your phone and it'll print out the forwards and print out the reverse. And then we're really looking at mind reading. That puts reverse speech into the 21st century. That <laughs> gets An app, of course. Just a matter of time before you have to have an app. Yeah. 
I want to do more controlled tests to validate its existence. I've done several already. They're all on my website. What else do you have for us? Do you have um, another reverse speech? Sure. Let's look at some of the applications in therapy. I use it in therapy quite a lot. Here's a woman who had money problems. Let's uh, run run this forwards. She and I need to work this issue out, but it started to bring up all my money fears and stuff. And the thing is, is if I know I start sourcing fear again, I'm going to go... Yeah, no, you don't want to do that. Back, she says, work on my grief. Work on my grief. Work on my grief. And this is her unconscious coming back and telling me that in order to solve her money problems, we have to work on grief issues, okay? And that's one of the amazing things about reverse speech and therapy is it will tell us what causes a problem and in many cases tell us how to fix it and how to work with it. Oh, isn't that fascinating? Yeah, and I get just stunning results in therapy. Our whole lives changed and turned around because... Um, because uh, uh, it, it takes the guesswork out of it. It's not the therapist diagnosing the problem or giving you the solution. It's you. It's your own spirit, your own unconscious that is diagnosing and giving the problem. So you know, if you were to go back to this uh, this patient and say, well, you're, in your reverse speech, you're saying that you need to work on grief. How did she res- How would she respond? Would she be taken aback? Would she acknowledge that that was true? Okay. Well, I remember this case. She knew exactly what I was talking about. It goes back to uh, a very sad and lonely childhood, which has created her problems to this to this day. And I find that 90% of all the issues I work with go back to child childhood. It's absolutely stunning. Some issue in childhood. And childhood is the most informative years. That it's so important. Yeah. yeah. The idea that. As you said earlier, when we were talking about children, we actually learn to speak backwards before we learn to speak forwards. Uh-huh. Is it possible at some point during human development that that's we actually spoke backwards? Oh, well, because that's a philosophical question, that one. <laughs> many, many reverse speech people will tell you that we spoke in metaphor and backwards before the Tower of Babel, the, uh, uh-huh. the Old Testament story where God confused all the languages. I don't know. It's just a mythology, you know. But uh, I don't know. Maybe we did at one stage. I, I, that's how could we find out? I don't know. Mm. Uh, now, the um, I, b- I believe it's the Episcopalians. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, there may be other denominations, and one of the, the uh, things they do from time to time is speak in tongues. Yes. Yes. This. Uh, have you ever analyzed someone's, well, it's, I don't know if you can even call that forward speech, but what would uh, happen if you were to place someone speaking in tongues backwards? Well, actually, I was a pastor of a Pentecostal church when I discovered reverse speech. <laughs> <laughs> they were right into speaking I in was t- just going on out on a limb there. No, well, and uh, what I found on speaking tongues scared the Dallas out of me. They were all occultic. They were, uh, I, I worshiping Satan. I'm a demon monster. They were just uh, uh, put me. I've never spoken in tongues since. It uh, scared the Dallas out of out of me. They were all very deep occultic messages. Back, back. Oh my word! Mm. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know. I, isn't that amazing that uh, I was just going – that was kind of a flyer, and uh, lo and behold, you are a pastor in the Episcopalian Church. 
Uh, we have time for a couple more if you've got one handy. Oh, I got a great one. I want you to listen to the emotion in this. I want to talk about how, uh, how the soul speaks in reverse. This is mm. me. This is uh, me, um, in the deep period of pain in my life. Um, my son had just died. Um, we won't go into all the things that happened to me. And oh, dear. I'm talking, talking on tape about why am I so depressed. And I'm saying, well, I'm very sensitive to energy. Maybe that's why. So here's the forwards. Could be. Yeah, could be. Well, see, I'm very sensitive to energy. You know, I'm ultra-sensitive to energy. And backwards I say, my soul give the pain. And I want you to listen to the emotion in the reversal. My soul give the pain. Oh, Lord. Soul give the pain. Hear that? Isn't that yes, yes. yes. I'm crying mm. from my soul. My soul itself is in agony. Yes. Uh, no, no hint of that at all in the forward speech. No, none whatsoever. No, none, none whatsoever. And uh, just, and well, we'll see. We played this one. Let's let's look at the real depth of reverse speech. This is uh, me on another on a radio show, and I'm talking about the spiritual aspects of reverse speech. Listen, listen to this. People ask me, does reverse speech endorse any particular religion? And the answer to that is no. There are no deities or religions that reverse speech endorses or says this is right or this is wrong. It, it just talks about the soul and the endlessness of life. And, uh, and that in itself is, is very powerful. Indeed. And this speech reversal here shows us the depth that reverse speech comes from. And backwards, I say, it's the voice in heaven. Yes, the voice in heaven. <laughs> the voice in heaven. And that's what reverse speech is. The voice in heaven. It's a voice in heaven. Kingdom of heaven resides inside, and reverse speech is the voice of the heart or the voice of the soul. Fascinating. Amazing. Yeah. Um, are there some people, do you think, who have the ability, minus an app, Minus any software, who can oh, hear someone's forward speech uh, and understand what they're saying backwards. Well, there's two ways to answer that question. We're hearing reversals unconsciously all the time anyway. We've got instances hmm. of entire conversations going backwards. Um, EEG tests have modeled the brain responding to reversals. So we know we're hearing it and responding. Now, under certain hypnotic conditions, I've managed to... Teach the conscious mind to hear the reversals. I think that in some cases where people are hearing voices, they're locked up in institutions, there's a miswiring in the brain and they're actually hearing the backward speech. So, um, that's a possibility. Who's, who's, they're hearing whose backward speech? Oh, the people who are talking to them. You know, they, they say they hear voices. Are they ah, I see hear what you're saying. The reverse speech. I don't know. It's just a theory. I don't know, but generally, no, we we can't hear it consciously, but we're hearing it unconsciously. This is uh, this is absolutely remarkable. I, I have to tell you, uh, I mean, I've I've <laughs> I've, uh, I've never imagined that reverse speech could have such a profound implication. Yeah. I, I mean, for some people, it might it sounds like a party trick. You know, oh, isn't that amusing? But yeah. to, to hear the backward speech and it is, it is, it is in context with yeah. what is being said forward. I mean, I don't know how much longer mainstream media can, or mainstream science can, can ignore this. I don't think they can. No, I'll just keep on beating the drum and 
I don't know how they can. I look, I've got 35 years of research. I've got millions of reversals on my computer. I mean, millions. I mean, you know, they can't all be imagination and coincidence, you know. David, if people want to contact you, uh, do you, do you consult? Uh, are you available for cons- consultations? How do they do that? Yes, I certainly am. Let me get a phone number out, okay? It's, yes. Uh, 503. Yes. 568. 7077. That's, now, that's do they the need the country code? Uh, is it, or is that the US? That's, that's the US number. Yeah, ah. yeah. It rings at my desk in Australia too. So let me get the number out again. It's 503-568-7077. Great. David, what a pleasure. Uh, and uh, let's arrange to do part two on the JFK assassination, the reverse speech edition. That will be fantastic. Okay, Can't thank- wait. Can't wait. Thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye. See you. Bye-bye. All right, when we come back, Rosemary Ellen Guiley, haunted objects and problem ghosts, right here on The Conspiracy Show. My name is Richard Serrett. 